But I tell Is you when I'm breathing because it's no. yeah, yes. Not always. All right, we're, we're we'll break up after the podcast. And welcome. <laughs> Actually, no, I can't do that because I'm gonna say welcome back no, to the no, podcast no, no. quickly. Scott's yes. been practicting. Let's go. Ooh, all right, all right. Scott, go Scott's for it. gonna go for it. Live from the Potterfic Weekly Studios, which may or may not look anything like Fargo, North Dakota. It's the morning show that really isn't Point of View Weekly. Stress that it took us 22 minutes to get to the intro. Where's no. Bob? Bob! If you call me Bobo, I swear. Sue is incredibly loud. I'm sorry. I will try to be quiet. She sounds like a phone She's gonna like have to whisper. She does. She's like a 900 number. Thank you, Ryan. I smell real nice, actually, right now. How is it possible you married me and not Bob? He loves scripts. Well, I'm sorry, but I think Bob has some good ideas for keeping us on track. <sighs> Wake up and smell the freshly brewed coffee. Oh my gosh, now I'm stressed out. <laughs> Listen to the sound of Ryan screaming like a little girl. This is Point of View Weekly. When I came home and I had to get our lunches ready for tomorrow and our breakfast. We've got dead air. Oh, by the way, I can't cook. I, can't. I was not. I was looking at cutting the cord and right, burning okay. dinner. What? No. You burnt dinner? I did. Home. Wake up and smell the donuts, everybody. Welcome to Potter View. See, I did it again, even though I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Why were you doing Bob just I'm there? I'm so sorry, Be your own woman. Wake up and smell the... <laughs> <laughs> Hey everyone, and wait, that's the old introduction. Let's try that again. I'm sorry, that was season two A, Bob. Oatmeal was my favorite breakfast treat, but I couldn't say oatmeal, so I called it Oatmo. Wake up and smell the Oatmo. Oh, smell the Oatmo. Wake up and smell the bacon, everybody. Wake up and smell the bacon and eggs, Boobwainian. You are just a constant presence, dear. Aw, not in the poltergeist kind of way. No, not in the poltergeist kind of way. Five, we all watched Jen finally die. Y'all called me and it was so darn Jim, what are you doing? I have a splinter in my face and I was looking for my tweezers. (laughs) Dumping everything she owns on the floor. Oh, wait, you guys actually got quiet. I wasn't expecting you to actually get quiet. (laughs) Bob, we're on a time limit. Bob's getting very grumpy. grumpy. I'm not grumpy at all. I am drinking. Oh, I wish that I was. This would be a fun party. You only get vanilla ice cream? I do. Not even a topping? God, this explains so much. Well, I got two points. How much did everyone else get? I got, I got three. I got one. I got a rock. Like, how do you confuse necrophilia and narcolepsy? <laughs> they start with N? Big good letter thoughts, guys. Here it goes. Is an article of clothing something that you can wear on your body? Yes. Then I say condom. I say if Bob can say right here emphatically he's worn one outside the house just as he goes about his business. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> Race of says nope. Sorry, Bob. Dang it, Ray. thought you'd have my back. That's if you can have the front. <laughs> <laughs> it's fracking cold here. Right, I feel as though maybe you should be writing down the setup because every week we do this, you're like, now how do I do this again? Rachel can hear. April cannot. April's always been a little picky, has she not? Oh, Bob's oh, no. slowing down! Oh, He's slowing go. down! You have everyone watching at the exact same time. It's a ginormous file! This is awesome! It's like Blu-ray clothing! It's like one-tenth speed bothering his buns! This is exceptional! You know, I'm turning 30 this year, and I'm not getting any older. People that had no interest in being my friend. Really? I need my own. see out of his one good eye, he might make it. Are you confusing the owl with the prickly wizard? Oh, I thought you were talking about the McGorgasm thing that Bobby said one time. That's hilarious. It's harder to say than Mayor. That's wicked funny. It's the only thing I haven't been able to figure out. Oh, we'll get work on that right after the McGangbang. C O M E J.
a poop man. Oh, I gave the episode. I want to go last. Hey everyone, and welcome to Point of View Weekly, the morning and not really morning show, part of the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts. I am your host, Scott, and sitting with me at the table of Ashton are my good friend, not quite as good a friend as he is with Bob, but you know, uh, Ryan, how are you? I'm feeling like we could completely recast Bob right now and still make a run of it. (laughs) I have to say this too, Bob has contacted me since the last episode. He's not here this week and he wasn't here last week, but he sent me a a clip. I apparently said during the podcast last week, and Bob is crying right now, and he sent me a clip of me saying that with him. Really, Ryan? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So Ooh, he's practicing editing. We, this is, we need to make him edit. This is true. Now, is it possible he's? I, I don't mean to jump. Well, we don't the edit intro. anymore. Is he editing the intro? Because we're going to be starting season four of the podcast soon. That could be. When does that start? Whenever we have an intro available. Oh. To, to air. I'll start we pulling don't plan up clips. These things. All right. So that's me. Mm-hmm. Danielle is also here. Danielle, how are you doing? Doing pretty good. Baked lots of delicious things today. Ooh, nice. nice. Several cookies and dinner rolls, and they were all delicious. It's like nesting, but with food. You know what? It was rainy here this morning, and I was like, it's a rainy day. It's a good day to bake. Very rainy day. Yeah. Yeah. That works for me. I almost baked the other day, but it was really hot, and I decided I didn't want to heat up the house anymore. So Yeah, well, by the time I actually started baking, it started to get sunny out. I was like, what happened? It was just raining like five minutes ago. And don't you not have a sink, Scott? Yeah, but, you know, I can get water from the bathroom and bring okay. it over. I do yeah. that sometimes. As our ancestors did. Well, happy, 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 happy Canada Day. Thank you. It is, in fact, Canada Day. That's <laughs> what I was doing this morning or, well, earlier this afternoon. I was in the Canada Day parade. I took my scooter out and they flags on the front of the basket. And <laughs> I, lo- I love that whole sentence. I was in the, I can- it was Canada Day, so I went to the parade with my scooter. I love everything. I love I it. <laughs> I was in between the other station oh, vehicles and Canada. such. We had a, a wagon because it's the country station and the station vehicle. And then I was in between and went along and handed kids candy and things like that. Oh, my God. We're giving candy to the children from a scooter on Canada Day. <laughs> I love this yep. entire thing. <laughs> That's cool. And we have one other person at the table with us. Sue is our lovely producer. How are you doing, Sue? I'm doing well, but I, I have the opposite opposite of Danielle and Rain. It's 97 degrees right now, Ooh. so it's freaking hot. That's that is fun. really hot, and we got some funky clouds yeah, going now, on out there. We Holy have crap. a unique thing happening here at Puffwa. I, I received a message from Melinda Leo earlier today, and the, and the, and the message read, Warning, danger. I'm like, what's going on? She's like, tornado approaching. Again? I'm like, you? She's like, no, you. Wait, today? Yes. We're on That was tor- last week. No, that was today. Wait a minute. That was during my going home traffic. Are you sure? Yes, that we're in a tornado watch I'm warning. It. What's the worst one? Is it the watch? Right. Well, it's, it's um, no, the warning wa- is more imminent than a watch. We were in a watch for Essex County, Massachusetts, which is where we live. And I'm like, Melinda, it's sunny. It's beautiful out. She's like, Meteorologists don't lie. I'm like, all right. <laughs> they do. They do. I'll, I'll take evasive action. So just a, a little while ago, she sent me a message saying, "I'm working on 
I'm working on a chapter of my fic, and I'm like, by the way, I survived. She's like, great, how's the weather? I'm like, fantastic. Now, Daniela's facing the window, and I'm facing the, the kitchen right now, and she just got this look of sheer terror Ooh, on her like face. strange cloud. And I turn around, and, like, the sky is black. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, there's a line, and then it's, like, sunny on the other it's side really of it. Weird. It's like there's a force But I don't see something. any warnings. I think we're all right. Danger. I checked the weather. Intruders among us. So, um... So but last week when we podcasted, we had we had a tornado warning. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, we did. So 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 it's random. It's a Pouvre thing. It's a Pouvre thing. Oh, I had a Pouvre story. Oh, um, we've all introduced. Um, I just want to share this little experience that we had. Um, I played a couple of moments of a of a podcast a few episode a few oh, yeah. episodes ago called Gilmore Guys, and we were talking about Gilmore Girls. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. And there was yeah, a podcast the that uh, yeah. was trying to make the nation make another movie or something. Yes. yes. Yeah. What they did was they interviewed um, Scott Patterson, who played the character of Luke Danes on Gilmore Girls, and he made a comment during this podcast interview, which is his stock line whenever people ask, will there ever be a movie? And apparently this one got picked up by the media, and then it went viral that there's going to be a movie. And he, he, he during this um, Gilmore Girls reunion um like roundtable said it was just a little podcast like i went on a podcast so i decided to download the little podcast and i listened to the first few seconds of it now we've been doing podcasting for what eight years now over eight years Mm. so you kind of get a feel for ooh, they're the people who do this on their podcast no 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 like you you know what you want to listen to and what you don't so it starts and it's one of the hosts doing this very stilted 30 seconds intro before the like you could tell he edited the thing after mm. the fact saying this will be the meat and potatoes of our episode and we will discuss Gilmore Girls and we will discuss this and I'm like okay this is there's a script it's a podcast with a script I'm not sure I'm gonna like it. it's a podcast with a script and then it's um he's joined by another guy and they do this kind of like fun banter that was planned an hour in advance I'm like I, you seem to be like Subconsciously bashing Bob. Or- I think that was it. But this is well, I'm, I'm bashing myself. You, okay. you just have to bear in there with okay. me. So yes, it's like old. It's like old school Ryan met old school Robert from Spellcast and was like, "Oh, you're one of those podcasts." So then we start listening to it, and they're like, wait, "Well, wait, here, can I have a guess?" What's your guess? I don't know what the guess My is. My guess is like ten minutes in, they go. Okay, now that the diehard people are still here, we're going to really get going. Well, this is what they do. A few seconds into it, they're like, all right, we're going to talk about Gilmore Girls every week. But you know what? We might go off track. We might just talk about whatever happens to come up, funny thing. They did. They said if anything interesting happens, we might go off kind of like, you know, off course. You know, we'll, we'll do our best, but you know, this, this thing could, could, could kind you know, of go off the rails a little bit. You know, but not for nothing, they also said they're going to be 100% spoiler free. And they were not. But they weren't really. Well, they were do you being, know how hard that is to do? They were being cutesy spoiler free. I know, but that's like really hard to promise you're going to be spoiler free when you've seen the entire series yes. and you love it. So yes. you know it backwards and forwards. Well. To not mention something. That's well, they had happen. me at hello because they said they weren't going to, they hated season seven. So if they're okay in my book. Now, what they, so they start kind of, they're going off the rails a little bit and then they're making, then one of the hosts is like in the fuck. Oh, can I say fuck on this? What the hell? We'll be explicit. Mm. Okay. Fuck that. So now they're an explicit podcast who goes off the rails. Then at the end of the episode, they try and do the outro music and they hit the wrong file and they're playing ads. Yeah. They're one of us. <laughs> However, they need to maybe introduce themselves to other podcasts because they're like, 
wouldn't it be great? We could do a podcast where we just watch the pilots of episodes. And I'm like, you mean autopilot? And I don't even listen to that many podcasts. She knows and I about, know about autopilots. She knows three They're podcasts. They're like, that would be fun. We could just review pilot episodes. I'm like, it's been done, people. Come on. So there was that. Ooh, speaking of. I just realized so, I'm just I saying. don't hear anybody. Yeah, see, it happens. Now I can't hear anybody. Well, that, uh, well that, that's because uh, we've stopped talking. Can you hear us now? Better... Can you hear no. them now? Okay, to the people who aren't editing or who aren't. Wait, yeah. Oh, good. you got okay. back? Okay. Uh, to the people, because we don't edit anymore, splitter. to the people who uh, who are listening to this live, we have a very sensitive setup, and apparently my enthusiasm over there, one of us, I cut off the, the audio. Yeah, Interesting. you talk with your hands. I do talk with my hands. So if you yeah, like yeah. Puffwa and you like Gilmore Girls, I heartily, I heartily, heartily, is that the word I want? Heartily. Mm-hmm. Heartily. Heartily. I heart, that's, that's Alex a, has come to rub on the computer, so it's a, weird, it's, a, get noise. it's a weird word for Bostonian, because I want to say heartily, but it's like, heart, no, it is, it's like the name. You're it, trying too hard to say it. It's the name why. M-A-R-T-I-N. Martin. Well, Martin. Martin or Martin. Or just Marty. Martin. We would say Marty because we got Marty Walsh. N-E-W-T-O-N. What? N-E-W-T-O-N. Newton. Or Newton. That's the thing. It should be Newton, but I want to say Newton. Yeah. It's all right. It's It's a weird thing. We can never have a child named Martin. Because I'm even doing well, offense. It's a good thing that you're having a girl. We are. Named Martin. No. <laughs> it's not. We would not name her Martin. The name is not Martin. So uh, I heartily, or heartily, whatever you prefer, recommend uh, Gilmore Guys. It's basically like Puffwanians. It really is. Well, cool. Good to know. And they were all over the map. Did you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. The, they I they like didn't that. really end up talking too much about the pilot. I mean, they <laughs> That was what I liked the most about it. <laughs> I don't know. Because that was the topic. That's why we came up with poof. poof. So Did we don't you have to worry about going off topic. Exactly. Ryan, that uh, We're Alive got their funding? They did get their funding. I wanted yep. to um, to do the Kickstarter for that, but I... Did it do it? I've been sponsoring You've been spending it all week. on cats. I've been sponsoring... I saw that the deer made it for a little while. The deer got an injunction. Okay, I... The apparently, deer got The deer got an injunction. This is my life now. Injunctions for deer. Well, I You've feel, become the people you used to I make used to fun hate of, this. Okay? Well, I used to hit deer with my car. And I'm just saying. Them. No, See, you I... just feel guilty. I signed a petition for something, and now I'm on, like, their mailing list... So they sent me one saying, save the deer. I'm like, I hit them with my car. Apparently this woman had, she found a baby deer and its mother died and the deer imprinted on, imprinted on her. So now she's the deer's mother. So she's been raising the deer at her farm and she's like a rehabilitation specialist. Yeah, she's a certified like wildlife, like, yeah. Refuge. Yes, she like, is. I mean, she's and then rehabilitated. She, and then she rescued another deer, and this other deer is blind, so they won't survive in the wild. And apparently the woman had a really bad fall off a horse, so she had, like, brain damage. Really? So she did. So it took her, she's literally, it took her, like, a couple of years to kind of, like, catch up with things in wow. life because she had to recover. So she did it. So she just now is trying to get licensed from the state to, to have these deer who she's had for five years. And they're telling her either release it into the wild or euthanize Why it. Why do they care if they're contained in her yard? The thing that's kind of crazy is... Get it. The reason they control deer and they don't want deer to be 
pets is number one because they can be dangerous. Okay, disease or like number care, two. But whatever. number two, if you take them out of the wild, you quote unquote reduce the the, the you know the chances of breeding. Because you're affecting the breeding pattern. Oh my god, pattern. it's two deer, though. It's, number one, it's two deer. Number two, there's so many deer, we encourage people to shoot them to control them. And actually, funnily enough... Funnily enough. <laughs> that, was, that was a plot point on Gilmore Girls, when the, the town the had deer. the deer problem. I remember the deer hit Rory's car. And and Taylor was very like, we need to control the deer. People, they're everywhere. They're <laughs> eating my flowers. Like, they're, they're everywhere. And then Kirk stands up and he's like, I have a solution. We release a pack of wolves into Star's Hollow, <laughs> and they will control the deer. However, then we have a wolf problem. <laughs> oh, boy. I remember that. All I remember is Rin's... But it's two deer, and, we're, and aren't they both female? They are both female. And one they, of them's blind. One of them can't be released. And how are they possible... Ryan is sponsoring deer. I love the show notes to the, to the chat. Um... That's the thing. Nobody's here, but I'm doing show notes. Keep doing show notes, but no one's here because we told them not to come. But, you know, it's how in the world are we afraid that the deer are going to become extinct when we're They're encouraging not. people to shoot They're them by the hundreds of I thousands? Mean, it's yeah, a crazy People argument. hunt these animals, so if you're really concerned, stop hunting them. I mean, but then again, I can't say anything. My cat eats a steady diet of venison, so. It does. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't say anything. <laughs> I only tried it once many years if ago. If the apocalypse hit, I might eat the cat's food, so. Oh, God, can you imagine? Ugh. <laughs> You imagine eating kibble like cereal? It'd be so gross. <laughs> like, think about it. Most of the time, most of the time, cereal makes your milk taste really good because, you know, like, I have cinnamon checks every morning and it makes my milk taste right. like cinnamon. But can mm-hmm. you imagine venison flavored milk? No, I want to jump right out of our. Um, I'm going to preview our main segment after shoot the shit. But our main segment will be a discussion of Netflix uh, original series Grace and Frankie, of which Scott has seen the first six episodes. So we're going to spoil yes. Scott like crazy. Now, Scott, at the point you're at, has has Craig T. Nelson's character of Guy been introduced? No. no. He's right. not on it yet. I've gone and looked up the Wikipedia, so I have now read the summaries of the various episodes. All right, so Craig T. Nelson is introduced as Guy, who is an old friend of Grace, who rescues her when she's about to go on a, a horrible blind date. And yes. they, they hook up for the <laughs> remainder of the season. He mentions in one of his early episodes that he takes Ambien, and he purchased his <laughs> shoes while on Ambien in eats. bulk. In bulk. Yeah. So he has like four of the same pair of shoes he's wearing there because he just buys them on Ambien. Well, a plot point in one of the later episodes is that Grace attempts to break up with Guy, but he's eating, he took Ambien, so he's Ambien eating at the time, so he completely forgets the fact that they broke up by morning and she has to do it all over again. All I can oh, picture dear. now is, can you imagine, and I have friends who've done this. I have a friend, like, she hasn't woken up in the middle of, a, like, a, of a interstate, which apparently happens to some people. They're on the median strip and they wake up, but she's, she's set her entire um, kitchen table. This is my friend Marilyn. She set her entire kitchen table in the middle of the night, like for Easter. And she wakes up. It was an ambient issue. Um, all I can picture is, can you imagine taking some ambient, you go to bed, you wake up in the morning, you know, you kind of feel a little groggy, you come downstairs and all the cat food's gone. Oh. Ooh, yeah, that would be bad. Can you imagine that could oh. be a thing? Can you imagine that? No. And, and the cats are looking at your breath I'm like you smell fantastic. Ambient. Never going to take ambient. <laughs> and I'm starving. Where's the I'd rather not sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure there's been commercials around that, either dog or cat food, where the guy's like, uh, got this bag of something crunchy. And he's like, oh, these are pretty good. And like, you realize that's cat food, right? Oh. 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 <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would. 
Can, well, you have to wonder, like, if you work for Discover or Visa or whatever, and you get calls from people. I was on Ambien, and I ordered 23 pairs of shoes I last know. night. And I canceled that order, please, right away. Like, and I report fraud against myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's at least better than going out in the car and driving. People wake up, and they're, know, like, it's driving so down weird. the road. They have no idea what they're doing. Well, so. it's horror stories with Ambien. Well, Did not- I know someone who took it? My friend Marilyn, I just told you, she made her no. entire tip. Did Karen take it? My friend Karen. Did I feel like she took it too? And weird things happened. Well, weird things happened to Karen anyway. I'm not sure. Like if she, I think the eating was a thing. She ate. Like on waking Ambien? up in the middle of the night and eating. Ambien. A m b i e n. And doesn't he say he only takes like a half a dose? Yeah, just like something my mother. Like my mother's. Oh, ha- please. My mother that, says that does nothing. My mother says she has issues. Uh, my mother is the classic placebo woman. She needs a placebo to survive. She's been taking half of a Tylenol PM for like twelve years, every day. And I don't think it's doing anything other than making her addicted to, to Tylenol PM. Um, I think I think that's just what's Uh-oh. happened. So what else has happened in our week here, other than the cats are attacking? Marriage equality. Mar- oh, Yay! marriage! Is- it's been a bit of a week. It's been a bit of a week. Now, Scott, Scott, are the are are the crazy right wingers? Yeah, are they invading Canada? And we apologize to anyone who may not believe in marriage equality, who's a good no, human we being. don't. Well, no, there's people out there. No, listen, there's people. I don't out- apologize to people. There's who don't people believe in out equality. there who are kind of cute, who admit they're on the wrong side of the issue, but they're genuinely nice people, but they don't bash gay people and all this stuff. Like, I, I, I'm trying, struggling to be nice here. But they're not going to flee the country. I'm talking about the whack jobs who are fleeing the country or, because the yet, gays will get them. Better yet, there was that guy who was like, I will set myself on fire. You notice. He did not. He did not. He, did not. <laughs> he has not my, done that. <laughs> my favorite is the guy, I think this one actually viral, Rinna sent it to me. He blasted a local Arkansas uh, media outlet for changing oh, yeah. their logo to a gay pride logo. The proud as a peacock. That's it, yes. I was a little kid. I'm it, exactly in living color. It's the in living color peacock, and he thought it was a. Tur- and then well, they wrote back. They're like, dude, that's been our logo since like 1960. And I'll admit, <laughs> I'll admit, after a Democrat wins the White House, I go on Fox News and just troll the boards, and I and I just make fun yeah. of, the, of the sad Republicans because it's something I do with my time. <laughs> um, so I've been I've been yelling at people who don't believe in marriage equality all week because I just find it fun because it's something I do. So apparently at Disney World for a moment during one of their light shows. Yeah, they had the rainbow lights. They la- they put the rainbow lights on Cinderella Castle. And a lot of people did that. I and, saw it on bridges. I saw yeah. it on the right. The White House. The White, the White, the White House. House. Well, then there's the idiots who are mad that they painted the White House. It wasn't paint. It was lights. And they're like, how could they possibly have had the lights in place? It must be a conspiracy. I'm like, yeah, because I've been saying this decision's been coming out for weeks. We knew this was going to happen. But well, hey, Wait a minute. I could have got the lights on the lighthouse by myself, and I can barely walk. Mm-hmm. You set up some lights with different colored bulbs in it. It's not like it took them more than ten minutes. Yeah. Well, no. and, the and you know they have the lights. They have the lights. They have the lights, they have the lights I mean, on yeah. the colors. Yeah, but yeah. the well, chill- was change the color. Well, exactly. Some of the crazy people I've been yelling at on, on Facebook, their response to the whole thing has been, "Disney is teaching our children to be gay. They will be horrified." I'm like, "No, they're going to look at Cinderella Castle and go, ooh, pretty." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a freaking yeah. rainbow. I know. I know. And my favorite one thing that uh, I is kind of a little off. Like people, every time you see a rainbow now, they people seem to think it must be a gay thing. It's like 
It's rainbows like we, exist. I know. Rainbows are rainbows. Yeah. We, we had rainbows before. We rainbows. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, oh, and to the people who think that there's a petition going around to change the uh, American flag to, instead of red, white, and blue, like, rainbows and stars. That's not real. It, it didn't happen. Yeah. They're making no. that up. That's They're just satire. That but I did like one of... Photoshop. I did like one of the uh, things I saw on um, Facebook. I don't know if it's true or not, but it was a meme of uh, gay pride... Uh, parade in, a, in another country and the, the firefighters or, or the police started shooting at the people with hoses to disperse the crowd because apparently we don't want that, that type here and it created a giant rainbow Oh, I did, really? So I like that one very much. No, I mean, this one was widely expected. There was another vote earlier in the week in Obamacare, which I think was widely expected to have gone the other way. People thought Obamacare would have been um, heavily damaged by that, but it wasn't. And um, marriage equality. So Obama had a, you know, other than the the, the terrible incident in South Carolina, I mean, he politically, he Mm -hmm. had a really good week. Um, He'll probably never have one like that. But it's interesting to see how people react to the marriage equality vote because there's the people who strongly agree with it. There's the people who don't believe it, but probably will. Well, there's people who strongly well, you know, disagree yeah. who are, who are crazy. Not saying you're crazy. If you the strongly ones disagree, that just but don't, the ones that don't make sense are the ones. There are actually people who are crazy. The ones saying, well, I'm going to get disagree. divorced now because my marriage means nothing. I'm like, that's just asinine. Yeah. Like, this I don't, I don't understand the is. viewpoint. This is how like, I'm putting it. This makes no sense. This is how I'm putting it to people who say that they because I ask people how does this affect you personally it like you're, you're how does it affect you personally and they say well it's against my religion and, uh, and it's personal to me I'm like all right let me ask you a question you decide to put in granite countertops so I know a little something about granite countertops my granite guy has a warrant for his arrest <laughs> now you decide on the one with like the little speckle pattern with the little red in it because that's what we did and your next door neighbor Gladys comes over and says no you have to pick the blue ones and you're like who the hell are you I've never <laughs> met you before and you look like you're on Bewitched and Mrs. Kravitz is like no I cannot sleep unless you get the blue ones you must get the blue ones it is very important to me who are you get out of my house, you crazy person. And you throw glass out of your house. And then the next day, the granite guy who is, you know, ducking because he thought he saw a cop come by, brings the blue granite into your house. Why is it blue? I said I want the one with the little red specks. Well, a woman named Gladys called and changed your order. She said it was very important to her. How would you feel? You would be really pissed. Get the hell out of my house. You're, you're, you're ruining my life, you crazy person. But... These same people will say, well, you know what? It matters to me very much whether my next door neighbor can get married. So I'm going to screw with that. I, I don't get the mindset. You know, you wouldn't no. like it if someone tried to decide how to, you know, decorate your kitchen. You would tell people, get out of your life, but they feel free to try and muck around with people. That's how I look at it. So. Well, and what I'm finding interesting too is, um, you know, the debate going on among religious groups about it because there are, a lot of people who are, you know, who are Christian and they're like, you know, Jesus always said, love, you know, love thy neighbor as yourself or whatever, um, and preached love. And so they reconcile their religious viewpoints with that and they find a way to just accept it for what it is. Mm-hmm. But then you have like, a, you know, a large number of others saying, well, no, Jesus would have called them out as sinners. And I'm not saying I know what's right or wrong. I don't. I'm, I'm not. I have also said, you that has no sin, cast the first stone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. Not even quoting the Bible, but everyone has seen that meme on Facebook where, you know, I think it says, you know, Jesus with hate fags and Jesus is like, I said figs. Yeah. I hate figs, you idiot. Like, at some point, don't you think that Jesus would look at these people and say, where did you get the idea I would be protesting gay marriage? I never said that. Yeah. Well, it's interesting, too, because I see a lot of parallels between, um, you know, the, the argument. I think, like, the dissenting arguments. Well, I only read. What was it? Scalia's, which was nonsensical, but, um, the dissenting arguments in that, in the gay marriage case were basically saying, like, you know, the founders had a lot of foresight and I don't think this is how they would have wanted us to interpret the constitution, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, that's only going back a couple hundred years trying to figure out what the founders may or may have not wanted us to interpret. I mean, Mm -hmm. when you're talking about the Bible, you're going back. So many years and you're trying to honestly say that time can never change, that things, I Mm -hmm. mean, things change and you can't hold yourself to things that were written 2000 years ago. It it just isn't. Well, my favorite is feasible. It's totally different too. Exactly. If you're going to Old Testament marriage, then we should all have seven wives and get. Oh, I'm property. Seven goats for each wife. I mean, I'm property, apparently. Well, you're also, you would be a great grandmother based on the fact that people would be marrying Mm. 12 year olds. But, I mean, the other thing that that really cracked me up was Justice uh, Clarence Thomas, who hasn't spoken as far as we can tell since the early 90s. He he, like, just, he doesn't speak on the bench. We can't figure it out. He, he remarked, uh, Justice Thomas, that, um, it's destroy, he didn't say destroying, but he basically called this ruling an affront, you know, to paraphrase, on traditional marriage. He's married to a white woman! He's right. black! Right. He's in an interracial marriage! Yeah, it wasn't that which long was illegal ago. 50 right. years ago! That and he's saying ago. This is, yeah. That's the same argument the that same. would nullify his marriage! Yeah. It drives me absolutely bonkers. And today, there was a, there was a man, he's a Baptist minister, uh, in Tennessee, who owns a hardware store, which I, I don't know why, but I found that funny. He's a Baptist hmm. minister. He needs a second, a part-time job. Look, I, I, like, I, like, I thought that was, maybe they're all part-time. I didn't get that. But hmm. anyway, he put up a sign saying gay is not allowed. And they were, there was this meme I saw, which was comparing it to the signs that says, you know, hmm. Nigger's not allowed and, and, you know, blacks are allowed. No Jews. No, no, there was, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, no Jews. There was one that was like, no Jews, no blacks, no dogs. Like, yeah. you know, shoes, shirt, service. Like, it was just, like, it was, when you're in that company, and those are the people that you're like, yeah, they had something going on, you're on the wrong side of an issue. I don't know. Yeah. So It's just, history repeating itself, and, you know, it's just sad that this day and age that we're still, we're still dealing with that. Yeah. And people don't understand the separation between church and state. Uh, like, yes. This is a civil thing. Exa- exactly. If your particular religion, your denomination, or your particular church in your denomination decides they don't want to perform gay marriages, don't do it. They don't have to. You right. don't have to worry about it. Right. And we actually have a lot of people... I know, people... that's exactly it. Marriage is a civil institution. I remember we had a few Pofuanians who actually You go to your, you your city hall and you get right. a marriage license. You don't go to your church right. and get a marriage license. All of, all of the marriage licenses which are authorized by the state, which convey benefits, the benefits of, of, of civil marriage... Are authorized by the state and, and, and ministers and priests and rabbis and, and they just perform a ceremony. They are authorized by the state to perform ceremonies which hold the same legal significance, but also, and I, I really I don't mean to be disrespectful, but it's almost like if you're a Catholic priest and you perform a marriage, your church is essentially like you. Know, I hate to say it, it's like a club, and club rules apply. So if you have 
a marriage that is performed by a Catholic priest in a, in a church. They're serving. There's meaning to that if you are if you a Catholic. are Catholic. If you are right. a Catholic, there is there is meaning to that, and it's conveyed on that. They will they will not marry you if you are divorced, perhaps, or they will not marry you if you are gay, and they will mandate that you do certain things before they will marry you. And you have faith that there is meaning to that marriage, and that's fine. But legally, it's the same as my marriage, which did not take place in a church. Right. It took place near a hill that Jen almost rolled down yeah. into us <laughs> and almost knocked yeah. a gazebo into a lake. Exactly. I mean, that was, that was that. But, you know, that, that's fine. If, 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 if that, if that has meaning to you, let it have meaning. There's absolutely, but to say to someone else, no, I'm not going to allow you to get married because it will make me feel bad about myself. That, that I think that's. It's funny. It's reminding crazy. me of the conversations we had before we got married with our, um, Unitarian minister who we had, who was a good friend of ours that performed the ceremony and he basically looked at us and he's like now what do we need to include for you to make this feel like like this is your your wedding like yeah. basically he was like you tell me like what well, he what said, needs to happen because apparently a lot of issues they'll have is they'll be like grandma will be in the audience and grandma will want a traditional service so he'll scream out jesus a few times you <laughs> know make grandma feel good about herself um, but, and I just want to say this too. I mean, there's many people in the world who were raised to believe that marriage is between a man and a woman and they don't particularly care if other people get married. It's just something that means something to them, but they have no ill will towards anyone else. And it's just, when you're raised away a certain way, it's difficult to sometimes change from that. I have no ill will towards anyone, you know, who maybe believes that. Like it's, it, it, this isn't everyone must agree to the same, you know, facts or to the same opinions, but everyone should agree to be kind to each other and. Yeah, not a lot of people do that. To be tolerant, and not a lot of people want to do that. I know, sad. So that happened. Oh, they apparently want to injure themselves to prove a point. That's like, oh, that's stupid. (laughs) Do you know how many people send him matches? It was unbelievable. I know. Maybe that's why he was like, oh, (laughs) maybe I shouldn't do this. Oh, now the question is, did anybody send him lighter fluid? My approval rating is well. My favorite was um, Justice Thomas, who admitted in his decision he's unhappily married. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Justice Scalia, Justin Th- Justice Thomas, I have no idea if he's happily married, but Justice, well, I know he's married, I have no idea if it's happily, but um, Justice Scalia put in his decision that um, there there is no right to intimacy, and the longer you're married, the less intimacy there is, ask the nearest hippie. Like, he wrote that. I can't believe, decision. like, he wrote ask that. Ask the nearest hippie. So, the Huffington Post said, all right. So, they walked out, and they walked around, and they found a hippie protesting nuclear energy near the White House, and they asked him his thoughts, and his response were, Justice Scalia is a boob. So, we asked the nearest, history, the, the nearest hippie, uh, Justice Scalia, is a boob. So... Oh boy! So that happened this week, and everyone's rushing towards Canada, where gay marriage has been legal for ten years. And um, yeah, I thought that was mm-hmm. funny. That yep. People were like, "I'm moving to Canada." I know. Well, gay, moving to Canada. It's like you realize we have gay marriage and national health care, right? Socialized medicine. Well, like poor Canada because they're becoming the refuge for not only the crazy liberals that hated George W. Bush, but what? now the crazy conservatives that. <laughs> Well, now, it's like, damn, well, now all like, like normal middle American people are staying put. You no, know, now they're like, we'll go to Mexico. I think they have gay marriage too. Do they really? I believe they do. And Donald Trump told I people not so. to go there because apparently oh, they're all. Cra- Donald Trump needs to shut up. He called uh, he called Mexicans racists and criminals. Now he can't figure out why he's. Do you know what he said too? Well, else did he say? He, when he said, Bob is killing himself no, right now. He said something like, when when Hi, Mexico Bob. sends people here, sends because he's like you know. When they send people here, yeah. they're not sending the best. They're sending the addicts and like 
you know, the slow they, people. And they're buses. keeping the best for themselves. And I'm like, wow, dude, Where, like, you just need to stop talking. And I have to bring this up. I'm not making judgments. But the minute he said that, he he surged to first place in the Republican primary. So if you're looking to see who's voting for you. Mm-hmm. But the thing is. So he, then he lost all of his. All of his sponsors. But his yeah. um, his clothing line is made in Mexico, which I find well, interesting. So maybe the good people say behind that they're making his clothing line. Trump. Right now, Bob is like, I need to be on the podcast more. They're talking politics. Bob needs Ativan right now. And my name is associated to this. My mother listens to this. Right now, I can totally picture Bob taking his pulse, like, listening with his earbuds, and he's like, oh, my God. Bob got the Apple Watch. He got the Apple Watch. (laughs) And, like, a buzzer going off with his wrist. Remain calm. We probably should go on to our main topic. Make it stop. Let's talk. I want to. I have something to say. I went to see Spy yesterday. Oh, how was it? We just watched the preview. Yeah, we watched the preview. Yeah, sorry. Melissa McCarthy, Allison Janney. Jude Law. Jude Law, and it's Law. it's basically her character from Mike and Molly, same basic kind of character. It's like a secretary for a spy, and she becomes a spy, because well, only she can do she's it. she's not, no, she is, I mean, she's fully trained as a spy. Right, because she works for the CIA, right? Right, but what she is, is she's, and dang, if if any of this is true, the spies that we have now are like the luckiest spies in the world because literally there's a little camera contact lens in this guy's eye, Jude Law's eye, and there's a little earbud in his ear and she's at the computer and she can see whatever he sees. So she's like walking on and you know, it's like a, um, it's like a computer game and she's like, okay, uh, mm. you got three guys coming up on your right. And he comes around the corner and he bashes, you know, he, sh- he beats them all up. And then all of a sudden she's like, yeah, you did great. Duck, there's one behind you. And he ducks and he spins around. And, you know, it's like he's not, uh, he's fighting and doing things. But it's not like it used to be when you had to actually just depend on yourself. Now there's eyes and ears everywhere. But how does she see behind him? She's got like this 3D imaging of the entire, uh. she's got like a map. The, oh. the, it's, There's a drone above the building, perhaps. Yes, or he could have like a camera somewhere in the back. I don't know. I don't think he has a yeah. camera. In the okay, that's it's, cool. But it's just it was you know it, I'm sure none of it's true, but it was really cool. But all of the active agents were compromised, and so she says, <laughs> "I'll go in," and you know they give her these terrible, terrible names and identities. At one point, she's the crazy cat lady. Yep. She had <laughs> Allergic to cats. How is this going to work? Aww. And you know, and then she's just like, "To heck with this!" And she goes and she, you know, dresses all up. She thinks she's all dressed up, and she looked pretty good. But the person that she was interacting with was like, "You call this dress? Oh my god! How could you wear something like that?" And, you know, but it was really cool. And man, she was a badass. Don't mess with this woman. I'm telling you right now, she'll take you down. <laughs> but, um, I, I saw the scene in the trailer where like a bad guy's running at her so she throws her gun at his head like that was her idea. yeah well you know she just she does all these different things and and, and you know she kind of has that um sherlock moment a couple of times where she's like chasing somebody and in her mind's eyes she sees a map and she's like yeah take a shortcut this way you know that that whole thing that we would see on sherlock yeah and so she does that you know watching her and there were a couple times where you could tell that it was a stunt person right but still you know it it was like that but it was a lot of fun it was really funny i took my mom who does not like those kind of movies she's not into the violence she's not into and it was fairly violent i mean it wasn't 
too bloody gross violent but yeah it was pretty violent and, and mom yeah. said, you know mom doesn't doesn't do that kind of stuff i said i'm sorry i know you don't like it she said it was really funny i had fun oh good so good and but we decided to go at the last minute because yesterday was four dollar tuesday at our theater so you know we wanted to go for four dollars yeah and so we had 10 minutes to get to the theater before the movie was supposed to start oh boy and we get to the end of our driveway and there's a stray dog Oh, like, no. Right. Mom's like, I think I know where that dog lives. I'm going to go to the house. And I said, okay, we've got a few minutes. So we drive to the lady's house. Mom goes and knocks on the door. The dog greets Mom. She's like, okay, we, we saw this dog. It looks just like yours. We thought it might be yours. We wanted to make sure your dog was safe. And the lady's like, oh, thanks. You guys are so nice. And then we thought, well, it could be this other people's house. So we went over there and turned around, and he was sitting outside. So hmm. I went down the window, and I said, is your dog missing? He's like, I don't think so. Hang on, let me check. And he went and looked, and he came back. He said, no, they're both here. I said, okay. So we don't know what happened to the dog. At that point, we didn't know who else to, you know, contact. Check with, yeah. And there, the dog wasn't wearing a collar or anything like that. So we uh, went to the movie, and we got there almost 15 minutes before it was supposed to start, or 15 minutes after it started. Oh. And we walked in, and we said, has it started yet? And she said, no. It's still in previews. We're like, oh, okay. good. So we go in, we sit down for the very last preview, which is Magic Mike. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we got there in time for Magic Mike, which I actually thought was pretty funny because I didn't think Magic Mike and Spy would be running along the same lines, but apparently they do. I guess so. Yeah, there you go. They so, might just have a general group of trailers that they use at that theater or whatever. Yeah, that's true. And they always do ads first, so we were happy to miss all the ads, the commercials. Yeah, yeah. Sort of out for see, sometimes I like the previews, but it depends. Yeah, it depends. Yeah. Well, they usually try and well, match them to the. In typical, in typical Fisher fashion, we're always late with what yes. we we never actually see movies in the theater unless it's like Star yeah, Wars or Harry right. Potter. Um, but. We watched a really good movie this week that Ryan had already seen, but it might be a good choice for the podcast at some point called um, The Way, Way Back. Yep. I don't know if anybody would have seen that. It was, um, I think it was an, was it an independent film? It was an independent film. It wasn't in too many theaters. Yeah. Um, It was a 2013 film. Uh, It is starring Steve Carell, Allison Janney. um, Colette. um, uh, Oh, what's her last name? Tony Colette. Tony Colette. That's it. Tony Colette. Um... It was filmed in uh, Cape Cod, Massachusetts. No, um, Marshfield. It was filmed in Marshfield. It's not the Cape. It's, it's just the, South Shore. It's near the Cape. It's near Melinda. It's near Melinda. Melinda was actually spotted several yeah. times in the movie. Well, I was. I, we, it's we did, near the town where we went on the boat. Yes, we're, Sue went on Melinda yeah. and Leo's boat. Um, it, it was right near that. Um, it was actually funny because part of the movie takes place in a water park, and usually when you see these things, you picture you know they changed the water park or they built the water park. Well, they actually used a water park that's actually. Running, they even changed yeah. the name of it. Well, so it's, it's fun too because Steve Carell and then Rob Corddry, who's in it, also were our local. They're Massachusetts right. uh, natives. Yeah. So it was just really funny. It's a really great. It's a good movie. Coming of age movie. I saw it a few months ago. Danielle hadn't seen it, so we watched it the other day, and it was really good. So we definitely want to recommend it for the podcast. I'm sorry, the I'm looking podcast at, at some point is on Netflix. I'm looking at the uh, list of names here, and Liam James was in it, but I read that as is, is, is. I think that's uh that's the main that's Duncan. Right, and I, and I read that as something else, and I yeah. was very. Confused. <laughs> and this is called yeah. the way way back. The way yeah. way back. The way way back. Interesting. Very good. In yeah. um, Harry Potter news, apparently J.K. Rowling has changed her Twitter heading, which is 
kind of like what she used to do with her website. Mm -hmm. So now she's got her initials as if they were books. Like there's a, a book that's the J with the spine and there's a book that's a K and so on. And they're on top of all these different papers, like the the handwritten version of the first book, Sorting hmm. Hat Song, is under the K, Aww. and under the R is our um, sheets now. from the um, Fantastic Beasts screenplay. And you can't really read much of anything, but people are, you know, looking at it and seeing what words they can find. Oh, look, Jacob's saying something or other, and uh, so it's kind of fun. <laughs> fun. I'm gonna look it up, and now I'm curious. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That was what? Weird. What just happened? I was trying. That was actually me. That Ryan. Was I was. Well, I was about to yell at Sue. Then I realized it was probably me. Everyone awake. Um, I was trying to look up the article that ran the other day where Joe has come out and said Harry Potter and the Cursed Child is not a sequel. Oh yeah. Not a prequel. But, not no, I'm a sorry, prequel. not a prequel. And she got to the point where she was responding to like every person on on Twitter. Not a prequel. Not a prequel. It's not really a prequel. It's like an anti prequel. It's the as farthest thing you can. Then finally, at the end of it, she's like. A hundred years ago, when she first came, everybody's like, "Oh, this is big news." I'm like, "I've known this for two no, years." No, as I say, we've known this, right? Yes, I thought if so too. If, if you're in the fandom, you yeah. know this is coming. So, yes. Mm -hmm. Melinda Leo has sent us a, um, a breaking news bulletin. TV Land has canceled reruns of Dukes of Hazard because the Confederate flag on the top of General Lee. <laughs> We've officially gone insane. Oh, oh wow. Man. The pendulum's well, swinging. Well, that was. I have my picture taken with that car. That was Apple the other day um, was canceling or was suspending all games from the iTunes store that had the, the Confederate flag in it. Yeah, but it was like. It was like, a game about the Civil it War. It was Civil War. Games. It's like uh, it's I think it's okay. I think it's okay yeah, if we're it's, actually it's talking about the Civil too War. Far. I think it, yeah. I you know what? Politics aside, just please people have common sense. Yes. Well people if don't. our government could have common true. sense, if the people could have common sense, if we just stopped a minute and thought about what we were doing, our world would be a really different place. Right. And to put it in other perspective just, Common sense. It's like they're going to cancel the Star Trek episode that took because it has a swastika sticker because it took place during Nazi Germany. Like, mm. like mm -hmm. you know, and I've I've said this before. I was having a conversation with, um, and I'm not quite sure how we say her name, Deputy Dan Danny. She's mm -hmm. a Hufflepuff. Yes. On yep. the forum. Uh, probably five or six years ago, and she and I used to talk every night. And she sent me a message, and she said, "Sue." They're talking about swastikas in the in the women's area, and everybody's upset, and I don't understand. And I'm like, well, you know, Hitler, it's bad. And she's like, in my culture, in my country, they're a symbol of peace. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, there's different... Just because it's bad for one group of people doesn't mean... That in another country, it's, you know, it's right. their symbol of peace. She was really upset. She's like, I don't understand why people are so mad. Right. Mm -hmm. And then when I explained it to her, she's like, okay, I get it now. But, you know, where we are. Yeah. So. There's interesting things like that around the world. Like, I was listening to a Star Trek episode this morning. And they were talking about, you know, um, the OK symbol in the West is that's what that means. In mm -hmm. certain places in Europe, it's like an insult. 
And, okay. and like in Iran, the thumbs up is like a vulgar gesture. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there's that thing at it's Disney true, World. True. Everyone has to point with two fingers because in some cultures, pointing with one finger is a is bad. It's very right. bad. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. I mean. I, yeah. I mean, I think it's just like Sue said. If you have common sense, I mean, if you know, the problem is, I think, is that people are saying, should the Confederate flag be officially displayed? Like There's a difference. As, what, where was it even? Was it? Some, it's over the state house, right? I think that's more what the the people were having an issue with. The Confederate flag is a symbol of of a country that existed to continue slavery. It is a symbol of slavery. There is no way around that. People say, "Well, it was a it was a symbol of secession." It's why like, yeah, did, but you, why did you? Why succeed? did you leave slavery? <laughs> like it all comes back to slavery, so you can't get around that. And to show it over your state house is a sign of disrespect. But it doesn't mean you can't have it in museums. It doesn't mean you can't have games in the iTunes store that show it because it, it did exist. Don't forget that it existed, but put it in the context of what it meant at the time and consider the audience in which you're doing it. Right. But I think yeah. that, I think we're going into silly season where people are... It is getting to be silly season. It will come back. It's like the, people were saying, oh, don't worry, you know, Cosby Show reruns will come back. I'm like, no, he that, that should go away. He should go bye-bye. But, like, we can bring <laughs> back, you know, the, the, the fact that there well, was I went, a war. I, ran, I went on Twitter real quick just because I wanted to see the... The, what you were just talking about, Scott. And, um, of course, my news feed, the, one of the top stories is, Oregon legalizes recreational marijuana. <laughs> did that, like, just, did that just happen? Well, they legalized it a while back, but today was the official day that oh, it was legal. Okay, yeah, because I'm like, why is so this just on here now? Okay. No, we voted it in a while back, but it didn't go into effect until midnight. So, okay. And so, yeah, people were apparently on the Burnside Bridge today, which is one of our big bridges, passing out marijuana. <laughs> all I can picture oh, Lord. is all the gay people in the work, and so they're now, like, Ooh, we love this month. Everything's so now, fantastic. So now Portland's not only got gluten in the water, they're going to have marijuana in the water. So <laughs> gluten in the water? The gays are marrying. <laughs> the pot will help the gay people with celiac forget about their problems. I guess. <laughs> Oh my god. It reminding me of the um what was it, Ghostbusters with the mass hysteria thing? Yes. Yeah. Dogs, Dogs and, and cats. cats. <laughs> mass hysteria. That's so great. Yeah. I know. Anyway, we should probably move on to our main topic of the <laughs> Bob evening, is popping I mean, whatever you're actually no, we listening should, to this. We should. <laughs> we should. We're gonna discuss uh the Netflix original series Grace and Frankie. Now the the cool thing about this is Speak, gay marriage. Speaking right. of gay marriage, yeah, speaking this, of gay this, marriage. This, this worked uh, perfectly. I just want to take like 30 seconds and just say what's really cool about, um, we were talking a couple weeks ago or last week, I forget when, about just like the changing world of television and how there's more. I think last week we were talking, we actually mentioned Grace. Yeah, there's more opportunities week. to tell different types mm-hmm. of stories. You know, that can appeal to smaller audiences. Right. And um, and obviously these were, I'm sure the show was announced in advance. The first time I heard about it, and I'm sure a lot of people heard about it, was there was a news story going around that Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin were pissed that they weren't, they, they were making the same amount of money as um, Martin Sheen and Sam Waterston when they were, you know, They're more the shown and they were, they, you know, they, they should make more money. Then they came back and said there was after like 200,000 people signed a petition, they came back and said, hey, look, we were just kidding and it didn't come across and we're actually very fine and blah, 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 blah. So, um, so that kind of went away. But that's when I realized the show was there and it's out and there's 13 episodes and it's a full season. 
Well, you were funny because when you first told me about it, you're like, oh, this is a show coming to Netflix. We should watch it. And then I'm like, um, it's already out. Right. I was like, oh, it's all out. And you're like, really? Yeah, we didn't, we didn't know it was out. And the, and the really cool thing, I people don't like to watch television shows unless they know the show will be around three episodes later. Because who wants to start watching an episode, get two episodes in, and then – or a show, watch it, get two episodes in, and then have it be canceled. So you, the, the great thing about Amazon, the great thing about Netflix – now, for me, okay, so we're hearing a I'm lot sorry. of background noise. That's <laughs> probably Alex. I, I, stood yeah. up to, I stood up to plug in my computer because I'm, like, down yeah. to 20% yeah. and rubbed my uh, microphone on the shelf as I was trying to plug it into the wall, so I'm sorry. I forgive you for the rubbing. <laughs> See, I so, not rub my microphone anymore. <laughs> Stop rubbing. <laughs> I, <laughs> But how cool is that? I think it's just great that you can get, okay, here's 13 episodes, maybe we'll do more, but you get, yeah. you know going into it, you're going to get all of them, you're going to get that self-contained season, maybe there'll be more, but you get that, that promise. So I, that's, I think, the very cool thing about what's happening. There's another show that we watched um, preview for on Amazon called Catastrophe. Mm-hmm. This coming out, there's a show, this is a sci-fi um, series on Netflix called uh, Between, I've seen an episode of, I thought that was very good. So it's Cool. Is that Kimmy Schmidt one? Kimmy Schmidt one on Netflix. I, I just think it's great. I think it's whole seasons are done. You don't have to worry about the ratings and, and whatnot. Yeah. And there'll either be more or there won't. But um, the thing about this show is keep in mind what drives audiences on um, regular television. They want that 18 to 49 demographic. They need to get the advertisers. They need to appease the app- the advertisers. And um, you'll see shows with 30 million or 20 million viewers or 15 million viewers, and it gets like a very low rating because they're all over 50 because young kids don't want to watch this. This is a series where the where the age of the actors, the main actors, is 74 to 77. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Martin Sheen is the youngest main performer on this show. He's seventy-four years old. So I mean, well, of the four main characters, the four, right. well, I, I looked them up. It's uh, Mar- the, the men are seventy-four. Lily Tomlin seventy-five. <clears throat> Recently uh, married she looks her, good. What her partner forty-two years, and um, Jane Fonda is seventy-seven. If you can believe it. Wow. 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 Yeah. She look, looks great. They look she fantastic. She looks fantastic. I'll do. And it's it's and her character is seventy apparently. So yeah. There you go. They had to they had to break again because she doesn't look it. And and it's a great cast. You would not see this show I think on traditional television because it skews too old. Um, yeah. It, it would be too hard to do. But I think now that it's Netflix subscribers <laughs> and old people buy Netflix subscriptions. But look, we watched it. People, we I watched mean, it we're not. Well, we're the only ones <laughs> watching. But um, the only I think the only. Um, issue with people coming into the show is um, Jane Fonda can turn a lot of people off because of her past. Um, you know, I think a lot of people have gotten over that. No, I know a lot of people who won't watch it because of her. Because of Jane rec- Fonda? I've been going around recommending this and I've had two or three people say absolutely not, I will not watch it. Why? Because of her um, protests. Oh my god, that was like... What? what did I say about common sense? Uh, some people, come yeah. on, people. So, get honestly, some it. people just don't. Well, today we were bitching about Jim Carrey and vaccinations. So, are we less likely to watch? Um, because Jim it's Carrey? Jim Carrey and he's trying to sound intelligent. Or would you be less likely to watch a movie with Jim Carrey in it? Well, I was never a huge fan of Jim Carrey to begin with. But if you, well, people will say we didn't like Jane Fonda. But either. then again, that said, I pretty much will not watch Tom Cruise movies because the man is just irritating. There you go. So apparently, that is the only thing. Okay. No one ever. Fair no, enough. No one has said, "God damn it, Laura Northern went on too long. I will not watch." Reason I know. 
And who could not love Martin Sheen? I mean, he's so great. This is like um, gay Martin President Sheen. Bartlett. I love him in this. Me too. He is. Wonderful. You know what's funny though? The first. Um, I don't think I really. I don't think I really. Uh, warmed to Martin Sheen on this series until I think maybe it was like the third the I want to say like the third or fourth episode was it the was that so the he funeral? seemed like the stiff one didn't he right he seemed like a little stiff and it almost seemed like he wasn't quite sure how to play the role yet it was almost like I didn't really believe he was gay like at first I was mm-hmm. like eh, like I, I'm, I'm not believing that Martin Sheen is this character yet. He just seemed a little bit too much like his other roles, kind of like I'm watching President Bartlett or something. But then, like I, I feel like he really kind of grew into yeah. it. Uh, it's actually fun because on. he has such a particular style of acting. Yeah, I can't think of any lines at the moment, but it's fun to watch uh, this and pretend it's President Bartlett and to hear these lines come from President Bartlett. It's a little distressing. But yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty clever. I read a review. But we didn't really premise the show. We we haven't premised the show. If you haven't seen it, the premise you of the show. Haven't seen it. Watch it. Is and I actually like the the pairings because all I know the, the actors from together is um, Sam Larson and Jane Fonda were both on uh, Newsroom and um, oh, that's Martin right. Sheen yep, that's right. and um, Lily Tomlin, Tomlin were, were together for many years on uh, very closely on The West Wing where she played his secretary. For many years. And Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin were both in 9 to 5. 9 to 5. Yes. Which was, which was, I haven't seen it in a few years, but it's a really fun movie. Um, so it's interesting that they, not, not saying that they would, you know, cast the movie or the series based on those roles, but they cast it the other way around. So it's Jane Fonda working more closely with Martin Sheen and vice versa. Um, the, 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 the show begins with, um, Martin Sheen and Jane Fonda married for forty years. They're kind of like the white bread family. They've got mm. the, the you know the, the the two daughters and the, and the grandkids and everything. And you've got um, uh, Lily Tomlin and Lily Sam Larson, who are kind of like the hippie. At they're the free spirit. They're the free spirit <laughs> couple. They're Jewish hippies, though. Yeah. Jewish hippies with the two adopted kids, and we figured they're adopted because one See, of them got, is black. Yeah, and I got the sense that Frankie's sort of multi spiritual. Yes. She's kind of all over the map. I think she's very open to many different oh, yes. things. And she spoke a tremendous... He's definitely Jewish, but I think she's sort of like... He even says later on, like, what's your god of choice this week? Right. <laughs> like, yes. And she smokes a tremendous amount of pot. So yes. The, so, so they are... They're, um, the, the, the men are law partners. Law partners and, and divorced for years. Yeah. People know each other and yes. they don't really like to get together because the wives are, yeah, the wives don't, really don't like, like each to... other very much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and and... we start out with them in a restaurant. Yes. They're having dinner and the wives get there first and they're like, oh, this is awkward. Where are the guys? Lily Tomlin's oh. texting someone, text me in an hour and tell me the cat had a seizure. Like, just yeah. get me the hell out and, of here. And, Jay, and Jane Fond is like, get rid of the bread. We don't eat bread. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Jane Fond doesn't eat anything. Apparently not. Yeah. And it turns out the big announcement is not that they're retiring, but they are leaving their wives to be with each other. And Jane Fonda, there's a moment where she's like, you brought me to a fancy restaurant to tell me this because you thought I wouldn't freak out. She starts throwing lobster. I know. (laughs) And it bounces off some extra's head. It was wonderful. It was a a great scene. And um, during the course of the first episode, they're still in their homes with their spouses. And Lily Tomlin is just brokenhearted. And... um, Sam Larson's character, Saul, still loves her. Yeah. And there's even a moment where she can't sleep without him, so they kind of climb into bed on, like, the pull-out sofa where he's staying. And Jane Fonda has this moment where she goes into Martin Sheen's 
Okay, study, study, right? Study, and realizes there's books on homosexuality on the bookshelf, and he had just recently... Artwork. Artwork, and he ordered a chair with someone's... Well, I think that was... The, after yeah. the fact, but he ordered yeah. a chair with someone's face on it. Yeah, with Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling's yeah. face on it. And she's like, if anyone's sitting on his face, it'll be me, and she takes the chair. That was but, hilarious. in um, their storyline is, well, we, we never really liked each other. You know, you you couldn't. You kind of feel happy. less sympathy. You feel less sympathy for Grace, and which she's, is Shane Fonda because terrible. yeah, because yeah. you you know you you're like, well, you don't seem very compatible. You're they obsessed the with your looks. Couple. Yeah, yes. they're yeah. all about appearances and. Yes, she seems when more she upset when she came home and took off the hair extension, and then she actually had wires on to make her face look younger. When she took all that off, I was like, wow, okay, so this is a woman just obsessed with her looks, and she's very vain, and you know, so. Right away, I didn't have very much sympathy for her, and I felt terrible for Frankie. For Frankie, for Lily Tomlin. Yeah. For them as a couple, because you could tell, like you said, they still love each other. Right. I mean, he still loves her, but it, but he's just not, you know, he doesn't want to be with her in that way anymore. And, like, but I found that heartbreaking. And how, really. the, and how the characters break. You're supposed to. Yeah. And they break it off by saying that um, they had bought a beach house together years ago, and the explanation the men gave was the only it's a way great they could afford it was mm-hmm. to do it together, and now the women are, are second-guessing anything, because they were having an affair for 20 years. So they're now looking back at it saying maybe they bought that so they could have time together you know, themselves. So now the women are in the beach house kind of, you know, at each other's nerves. You know, I, I, I don't know mm-hmm. if Grace, Grace is... Grace is very annoyed. You can't. Frankie's meditating and smoking. Yeah, and in her like, well, she's in her meditation room or something. Yeah, and she's out on the beach, and she's like, half of this beach is up my vagina right now. And then, Mm -hmm. um, well, yeah. What I loved about it was she's vlogging. Yes. Yeah. She's vlogging, Mm -hmm. and she has found the mint stash of peyote. Yes. So she says, now. You know, the way it works is peyote is supposed to taste terrible, but if you're pure of heart, it will taste okay. And she takes the swig and she just like shudders and she's like, apparently I am not pure of heart. Yeah. I've got some purifying left to do. And it induces hallucination. Yeah. And then she's out on the beach because Grace comes and kicks her out because Grace wants, that's all Grace wants. He can have the house. She wants the beach house and she doesn't want Frankie in it. It's no longer, you know, this co-opted beach house right she wants it it's mine you need to make sure and he's like yes dear i'll make sure i get it so she kicks frankie out and frankie's down on the beach and frankie's back seizes and she can't move and so she calls grace and she's like you've got to bring me my back pain meds and you know she brings it out and she and they get high together. I know. And it starts this bond. And they're like I dancing around. I thought it was hysterical around. when she drank, Grace drinks the stuff. And she's like, oh, God, that's terrible. What is it? And she's like, it's peyote. She's like, what? <laughs> I just drank peyote. She's like freaking out. She's like, he is awesome. You should expect some mild vomiting. <laughs> I have to jump ahead for so a moment. Funny. A few episodes later, there's one oh, where, where I, I, I think Frankie's doing something at the Kitchen Island. What are you making? This is my personal Oh my god, I've been putting that on my toast. <laughs> They're like so okay, the odd it's couple. Edible. It's made with sweet They're the odd couple. It's so and It's great. And but there's a scene, um just to jump a little bit ahead. So the way it's set up is that uh is that Sam Larson moves into uh Grace's old home to mm-hmm. to, to, to Which is interesting because it's a it's a very masculine home. I, I feel very much Robert's 
Don't you feel that when, yeah, she like never the, liked the this set, anyway. she never yeah. liked it. So that set is very, it's beautiful, but it's, it's masculine. It, you can tell. So he moves in there and, and the beach house is just is this beautiful, beautiful relaxing. Right. Like, I love this beach house. Right. I want to live in this beach house. Yes. That Grace has had her, right. And it's just beautiful and relaxing. And I'm like, who wouldn't want to live there? And one of the most important parts about the series is, so they, the, the men have their children over for Sunday brunch, which presumably they do every week. But this week it's a little awkward because they're gay. And, right. And they realize at the end, because um, Saul through the whole episode is like, we're missing something. And at the end it's, oh yeah, too soon. It was too soon. That was yeah. Really they're soon. worried about like, did we get the, the diet allergies right? right? Did we do this? Who's gluten free this week? But, yeah. Right. Well, Bud's at the table. Bud's, right. I think it was Bud who says it. He's like, all right, here's the thing. You were cheating on mom for 20 years. If it was with a woman, we, would, we wouldn't be yeah. sitting here right now. But you're gay. So that's all right. Yeah. yeah. So we, I'm yeah. not allowed to be mad about it. Right. Yeah. Why is that? And it's a fascinating it's thing. Interesting. It's because, very interesting. Because um, just to... Jump. This whole cultural thing. Well, right. Oh, now they're being themselves. They can right. show they really it, it, are. Right. That's great. Well, but right. we're still cheating. And, you, and you have like that. Yeah, you have that sympathy for them because you're like, well, you, yeah, they've been hiding who they are for 20 years. So you kind of have that built in there where you're like, well, it's great because now they're, yeah, now they're being open about who they are. But at the same time, it's like. way ahead because it seems like Grace and Robert didn't have this storybook romance. Whereas you can tell that Saul is a person who feels very deeply and Frankie is, is a free spirit. So they had a much tighter bond together. So this really killed Saul all these years fighting who he was and, and his And I think Robert. Saul, as we saw, was the one who was more hesitant to, right. to say he, anything. He, was, he really did. He right. pushed, you find out he pushed it off for years and years and years through flashbacks. You, you discover that. Whereas I think Robert was never truly happy. He really, he just Grace. wanted to rip the band-aid, yeah. although he felt bad for Grace. So we gave her five more years, you find out. But um, Grace and Robert developed this bond over the episodes where they kind of are like buddies a little bit, or they kind of, like they'll call, there's the episode where Grace kissed the, the convict and told Gracie, and Gracie told Saul who told Robert and now Robert yeah. is in trouble because he slept with the father from Family Ties who's in the kitchen <laughs> and Saul is upset and Grace calls in the middle of this he's like all of this is your fault because you kissed the convict king gonna go things fall apart yeah. it's like they have this very relaxed yeah. great conversation whereas you can tell that, that Frankie has this horrible time separating her life from, from Saul and in the last episode it's her and her boys and they're selling the house and she's very emotional and she ends up sleeping with Saul at the end, in the last episode, you know, I'm hoping Bob, uh, Bob, I'm sorry, I'm hoping Scott knew that. Bob, if you're out there, hope you knew that. Um, and, <laughs> I did because I read Wikipedia. Right. And I'm thinking about this. Yeah, yeah we were watching, we're like, uh-oh. This is not going to be good. <laughs> it's not good. And it's the scene where where Robert writes his vows and he, he makes himself cry. And, and it's this beautiful moment. And, and you see Saul coming to the door. Is he going to tell him? And, and it's great that Jane Fonda is like defending her ex-husband saying you have to tell him how do you want to live your life and i'm thinking about this i'm like okay saul and robert cheated on their wives for 20 20 years years. right robert with at least two people because he slept with with um is it the caterer i forget what his name alan gross his last name is gross i can't think he's the father from 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 family ties so he's been sleeping around for years but it's okay because they're gay so we can't get mad and he, it was a one-time thing, and they were not with 
Right, but not with Saul. But that's no. th that's the interesting thing. We're arguing. Well, it was a one-time thing, and we were broken up. Yeah, that's just that's with his boyfriend. We're talking about his wife at the time. He was right. still married. Know. The whole thing happened. I know. And yeah. it's so you look at this and you say, okay, Saul's been through this horrible thing. It's it's a very it's it's very straight. You're leaving your wife for your best friend who you're in love with, and your wife you still love her, and it's this awkward thing so they make a mistake they sleep together which i'm sure they've done many times over the years yeah. it's you have to think about that you're about cheating that. on your fiance with your wife ex -wife. even though ex-wife even though you were cheating on your ex-wife with your fiance for 20 so it's know, weird it's thing. Odd. but the way the show handles it is and it's like that he created he made the, the this ultimate sin this horror he did this horrible horrible thing and will robert ever forgive him that he's walking to the house with like chains practically and it's like but if you had slept, if it had been the other way around and you had slept with Robert and that was Frankie in the house, would it have been? Well, it makes you wonder how he did it for 20 years without telling her. Right. Cause for real, because like his, he's, he doesn't seem like the type of character that can really keep anything in. So I'm, I'm curious how he did it for so right. long, other than just saying, I don't want to hurt Frankie, so it's better not to tell her. And the show's been renewed for season two, so we're going to get resolution for this in 2016. But I'm imagining that it's going to be a huge, he's going to tell him at some it's point. It's going to be. Yeah. Huge thing. And the conversation someone's going to have to have is, okay, it was fine that you cheated on your on wife for 20 <laughs> it'll be the kids. years. It'll be the kids, I think, that will do it. But he did it once, and there were very, I'm not condoning it, but there were very extenuating circumstances, not mm -hmm. saying like he he slipped and, you know, landed on her vagina, but there were very, no, like, but it was, was doing. right. And if that's unforgivable, then you can argue, well, I really wasn't in love with, with Grace, but I wasn't in love with, the, I mean, there's a lot going on there, but it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. That was the most important scene for me, was that one in the third episode, where it's like, we're, okay with this because you're gay but imagine if it had been a woman, it years, been another woman we would never talk to you because of what you did to mom so why is it okay because you're gay I, so I thought I that, loved how that episode ended to the third one when they brought the cake to the beach house and they're like we love our moms right which was sweet um I think I wanna, go ahead no no go ahead I was gonna say I really I mean the kids are great the, mm -hmm. the kids that are that are, the actors that are playing the kids are all great and they all have you know there's backstory going on with all of them but when the two girls read Saul's vows <laughs> oh I know that was so yeah I actually thought that was meant their to, acting was amazing that to me was more comedic I didn't I wasn't moved by that no when they say like he really loves you no, I, I I wasn't moved by that at all because oh, I that, thought it was that nice. whole thing was comedic because the way the scene plays. No, is, but it was before the. No, no, no. The, the way this, the way this, just watching them and they're both reading at the same time and they're just both like, oh, and but, they're just melting. And I didn't laugh. think it at all yeah. because I didn't think I I wasn't moved by it at all. But I think it was a very well done scene because the the plot is is that Robert Martin does not know. Oh, I'm hearing my echo. If anyone's moved their headset, um, Robert who play, who's. I can only hear I'm myself now. It too. Yeah, Sue, you okay? are you plugged in? Are we all plugged in? I'm plugged in. Uh oh, I'm gone. Are okay. you gone now? Okay. So Sue, so Sue, <laughs> so 
Not Sue. Sue is not in this. So Robert can't write his vows because he's he's writing it like he's going to sue Saul for his love. Is it's Robert he, V. Saul? He, yeah, yeah it's in vow. I'm like, no, he can't. He can't do it. Yeah. So they're so they hack into Saul's computer, which means they open the computer and they find the folder labeled vows and they read his vows and the two and the, instantly this beautiful music starts automatically playing the minute they start reading and they're like oh and they go through the stages they laugh they cry they're like the two old men with the ducks by the water and you just see martin sheen's blank expression during the whole thing and they close and they end it and they look up and they're like that was so beautiful what he wrote and martin sheen knowing he has son- nothing goes son of a bitch and yeah. the end of the- <laughs> Yeah, that is pretty funny. <laughs> this, the whole scene was played for that son of a bitch. That was yeah. the whole thing. It was it was this perfect set of vows, and that was the whole thing. But mm-hmm. I thought it was well played. You know what I loved? I loved the kids. I didn't like Mallory too much. It, well, it took you know what? Again, it took a it while. It took a while to warm up. Like I think in the first episode, they come the girls come across as very very entitled, very snobby children. <laughs> And but then kind of and as you also a bit odd couple Yeah, but then as it goes along, you you kind of start to feel sympathy for Brianna because you can tell she's lonely. She wants a relationship. She wants someone to come home with. She eventually gets a dog, and you know she. Mm-hmm. So eventually, I did feel sympathy What's your for dog's her. Name? Spit. Spit. Gotta love it. Um, she adopts a dog. She's like, he looked cuter on the website. I think he brought me a yeah. defective dog. And then like with Mallory, yeah, I think she's. You're kind of like. Eh. She's very odd, um, and you don't warms. really warm up to her too I much. I mean, the whole baby scene. First of all, I'm not sure that that actually is how it happens. All right, can we discuss this? Because no. my, my wife is giving birth in 14 weeks. Now let's discuss <laughs> the scene. There was it's not 14 weeks. It's no, more like 17. It's all like right. 17. Well, maybe you never know what will happen. It could happen at any time. Let's just be prepared. We'll have the car seat in the car. So, um, so there's a scene where Mallory is in the pool all day, clearly having contractions. Well, she says she is. And the lights are dimming. Yeah. Is that correct? Or yeah, the, the lights, lights are actually dimming in the room. That was weird. Um, and so she's in, she's in the chair at the beach house and her water breaks. So she stands and she walks about four feet. She's wearing sweatpants. All right. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh my God, it's coming. It's coming now. It's coming. Now. Oh my God, she's in well, my Well, you got to love her gynecologist husband saying, don't you push. Don't you dare push. He was a gynecologist? Yes, he's a he's an obstetrician. Well, he wasn't very helpful. No, he wasn't. I forgot he was. <laughs> he's probably my least favorite character on the whole show. I he's think very he was, unhelpful. Yeah, I, like, I, he even says, I look at naked ladies all day. Like, he he that's his job. He's a, he's a gynecologist. I forgot that. Because then my favorite scene was, she's in my pants. Okay, here's the thing. If you're, I don't care where you are. If your wife is literally pushing the baby out of her womb yeah. in real time, you drop her to the floor and you yank her pants off. Well, it's just what you do, and you tell everyone to turn there around. There are multiple and do positions from which you can give birth, but I just think standing up literally no, four minutes this after is what your he water does. broke. This is what I'm he not does. sure it happens that way. This is what he does. <laughs> you you get her pants off of her, yeah, and, you, and, well, you, and you check. They, they probably didn't want to go for the nudity. Well, no, you can do it on, you can have, like, there's a chair in the way of the camera. Yeah, you can do it. But what they did was, he 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 pulls the band of her sweatpants towards him. Yeah. He reaches into her sweatpants and pulls the baby out. I know. And there was no umbilical cord. It was very right. strange. I kept backing it up. Where is the umbilical cord? It was, it was strange. <laughs> I was like, um, okay. It was a very weird. It was so weird. You know, those pants weren't real loose. They were more like exercise pants yeah. than sweatpants. And there, 
there would be a little resistance to the baby coming out in them because there's not a whole lot of room. And yeah, yeah it, it doesn't work. It was weird. It was similar to the I kind mean, I get, Belding gave birth. I get what they were going for. I mean, like, yeah. you know, it was it was great seeing Saul because you could tell his kids are adopted, so he's never seen a birth or anything. So he was incredibly moved by the whole thing, and that was cool. Um, Coyote was freaked out, like, beyond, you know, <laughs> recognition. But, I mean, it... Yeah, it was a little unrealistic, but I was like, okay, you know, that I get was, what they're going one for. One of the reviews I read of the show when it first came out before I watched any of it was whoever it was was angry or not angry. Um, they, they were disappointed in like the second half of the season. And they said the show started out strong, but kind of teetered toward the end. Towards the end. And I looked at the review after I finished it, and it was basically saying that they felt like the plot line with Coyote and his drug use was kind of dropped mid-season. And, like, it kind of didn't go anywhere after, mm-hmm. like, that scene with the bicycle seat. And then um, they thought that Martin Sheen didn't bring his A-game. I think Martin Sheen totally brought his A-game. I think it took him a little time to warm up, but I think he was great. But, yeah, I feel like there was this plot line with Coyote and Mallory that kind of stopped right in that episode with the with the bicycle seat. And you kind of get glimpses of it, you were saying, in the flashback episode. Well, the little discussion they have by the pool. Well, we'll bring up the discussion because I missed the line. It implies they either were together or they could have had a child because she says, can you imagine having a nine-year-old? And he says, yeah. no. He, he's always been in love with her. Right. And so, yeah, it starts off with, you know, her not speaking to him because he apparently has shown up at their house years after she's been married, screaming, you know, you can't marry him because he was higher than a kite. Yeah, and, it doesn't have it just, to be me. Just don't marry him. And they're already married, right? Yeah. But the flashback scene where you know they're at the pool or wherever, he gets her husband high, and they're obviously friends, right? In that flashback scene. So yeah, it's a really it, it there. It does kind of drop a few things here. Well, and there. you know what else they completely dropped? Now that I'm thinking about it, is. He's Coyote's apparently looking for his birth mother, mm-hmm. and that was completely yeah. dropped too. Like it's mentioned, but we don't know why he's doing it or, or if he's found her. Or like, I, I mean, maybe this will it... all come into season two. I don't know. I ha- yeah. well, I have to wonder if the, if the series ended with season one, it would have been disappointing because you wouldn't have known. Like the the women were left in a good place, but the men certainly weren't. But yeah, I felt like they mishandled the plot lines with. With, with Coyote and with Mallory and and Bud really didn't have... Well, Bud is sort of the stable one. I mean, he, if it's, yeah. he's the one that he they rely on. He's really happy. He holds everybody together. Yeah, he's like, the glory. Brianna kind of, she had, she was the more interesting one to me. Like, she had... Oh, uh, yeah. I think the scene, too, where she actually decides to go pitch the lube to her, her cosmetic yeah. company is fantastic. I like yeah, the scene in the uh, in the movie theater where she's chasing the two guys with their shoes. Yeah, shoe no, it's pretty. It's she like takes her shoes off. If she takes off the shoes, man. Right she's there. like, oh yeah, my my father's marrying your father. He just glares there. Did I not tell you that story? Yeah, no, I'm fine now. I, I think her story. I'm not damaged from this. Pretty good. Yeah, I thought that. And you know what it was? Um, another similar show, which is very well received, we talked about was Transparent on um, on Amazon. Amazon, and I couldn't stand two of the three children. They're adult children. I don't like the actors who play the actor who played um, the youngest daughter. I just I don't like her. 
Um, I, I, it's hard to watch something if you really. I just don't. Yeah. She's she. I don't like her acting style. I don't like and, the kids at all on that show, and I wouldn't watch it for that reason. And I felt bad. And there's one of the daughters has a similar situation where she's married, but she's in love with a woman, and like I felt like it was a it was a show talking about something that needs to be talked about. It's about you know an older um, man who who's been hiding the fact that he's. He feels that he needs to live as a woman, and it's just it's a wonderful show, and it's very well received. And I can't stand to watch a minute of it because I can't stand the actors. And this one, I really there's no one in the show I didn't like seeing. I love Craig T. Nelson; I thought he was fabulous. Um, the 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 date that um, uh, Frankie keeps standing up. I, I know. He's in a lot of uh, Jacob. Jacob, I think yeah, he he's really he was good. Right, yeah, Sweet Potato Man. Sweet Potato Man. Everyone's well cast. It's just a fun show. It's a really good show. It, it, I, I really just enjoy it all the way through. And it, mm-hmm. One of the things we haven't mentioned that I kind of like as well is there. Even though these two men are now together with each other, there are still times where they just uh, the original pairings just understand each other better. Exactly. Because right. you yeah. know they spent forty years together. Forty there, years there together. There are things that. Grace and Robert can mm-hmm. share that they just get that you know Saul doesn't know about Robert yet or exactly or like Saul has to go over and talk Frankie down when there's an earthquake because yes he's mm-hmm. terrified that was a good one yeah, and Grace good. has no idea what to do with this and yeah. right or there's you know where um, Robert is is very like we said at the beginning there it's a society kind of a thing so he you know it's it's like the odd couple thing where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, everything like, needs to be so in its place. Oh, why are you wearing those shoes? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you wearing these shoes? You're embarrassing me. Mm-hmm. You know, she would never mm-hmm. have, Grace would never have embarrassed me. I thought that was great, they, too. It was at different times. Grace and Saul have, I'm sorry, Frankie and Saul, up until the last episode, can't say goodbye. Whereas I feel like Robert said goodbye in the funeral episode because he's, angry at Saul for not being Grace and for handling mm-hmm. talking with those ear off instead of being dignified and wearing, wearing the, the shoes, shoes yeah. mm-hmm. that you wouldn't ordinarily wear and he's, he's very casual and she was very um, distinguished and it was just that, that he gets really upset and Saul is just like you miss Grace and he and, and Robert's crying because he does that's that when Martin Sheen yeah. got me that's yeah. when I was like okay and I love that moment where after Saul makes him feel better he's because he, he he's did, like this is my this is my boyfriend because he didn't know what to call him the whole time. And Frankie, yeah. and I love the moment. Frankie afterwards is very upset at the whole thing because she just, she, I, it's been a few weeks since we watched the episode, but she didn't handle the funeral as well. And she's having a hard time being separated from, from, uh, Saul. And she walks outside and she gets in Saul's car. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not. That's what you always did. You don't go home yeah. with him anymore. And it's, it's, yeah. it, it, it was, it was so sad. And I don't really feel like, Remind me if she did. I don't think Grace really had that episode where she had to say goodbye to Robert. I think they had that screening match in the beginning where he says he's an asshole and mm. you know he he he's fine with yeah, that. But it kind of happened off screen. Or did it really never? Was there really nothing there? I mean, they were together for forty years, and there's affection there, but they just didn't seem that. Again, they they were married, and I, but I think so much of it was them going through the motions. Mm-hmm. Um. 
they weren't as in love. No. And you see they didn't her at have the that end, deep connection. She starts then. vlogging in the last episode. Yeah. Um, which Frankie advises her to do, and she realizes she can't stay with Guy because she remembers, she calls Guy Philip. Mm-hmm. on the vlog and she's like Philip and she remembers this love she had before Robert came along and she We was, assume it's before Robert came along. Mm-hmm. I mean I don't think she's had an affair mm-hmm. but that'd be interesting. Yeah. Well everyone else is. Um you know and, and you know at that at that point she she decides that's what she wants and she doesn't yeah. want to settle and she has to break up with guy again because unfortunately he missed it because of the ambient. Um but I think I'm just like looking through the episodes. There's the one about the credit cards where they cut the woman oh, right, off. Yep. And Frank and Frankie is. And this yeah. is right near the beginning, and mm. because they're divorce lawyers as well. Yes, so Robert's which like, is like this is just what we do. We always yeah. advise the people to cut off the credit cards, and so right. like, yes, but it's them. And that's yeah. when Robert still seems like an ass because he's very cold in the first few episodes. Yeah, he, he still is kind of an ass at that point. Yeah, there's the dinner which we talked about, which is you know when they have the family over and they make the comment about you know if if yeah. you were cheating with a woman, it would be different. Um, the funeral, which I thought was the episode where Martin Sheen kind of came yeah. to life. My favorite was the fall. It's where Frankie. Oh, that was a really good one. And, and, and Brianna, Brianna, Grace yep. has a whole alternate universe. Yes. She does with the with with the dad from Sight. And it's like just realistic enough that I really thought it was happening. Well, Shane Fine right. is in her late seventies. She, well, she yeah, slips. like so if a woman of that age falls, you're she gonna break a hip. hip. She's gonna break a hip. And she tells off um, Frankie in the hospital, and Frankie, yeah. you know, leaves her there. We learn she's very claustrophobic. That's yeah. true. Yep, she's very claustrophobic. Yeah, good foreshadowing. And she's claustrophobic, and her and she finds out in the in the man that she wanted to date, uh, who she wanted to meet online and date is her doctor, and he won't give her the drugs that she the, wants. He didn't give her the Ativan. The Ativan, and then she realizes she can't count backwards from ten, so she has brain damage. So she or she has an injury, so she has to go for CAT scan, and she doesn't want to get. Cat scan. She doesn't want to get in the tube, and then Frankie comes back and says, "I would, I, you know, I wasn't leaving you. I'm here for you. I won't yeah. die." And, and you realize at that point that the whole thing's a dream, and she had only started to slip, but Frankie caught her. Yeah, and that's when she realizes that. you have to be nicer to Frankie. Yeah, she's there for you, and you have a second chance. I love how the episode ends where she where she blocks the doctor from her dream. Yeah, in the real world because he never gave her the. You didn't the give drugs. me the damn Adamant. Yeah. yeah, I mean the, the episodes are so good. I'm just looking through here. It's like the the one with the earthquake, the spelling yeah. bee. Oh, the spelling, the spelling bee! Was so cute. I thought that was sweet. Yeah, that was you know the other two, Saul and Frankie, because every year they watch the spelling bee together, and now they're watching it and they're trying to get the other two to watch it, and they're like absolutely not interested. Mm-hmm. And so Frankie finally goes over and watches it with him because that was what they did. That was a tradition. Absolutely, it was really sweet. Yeah, and it's hard because they're. It's hard because those two clearly still enjoy each other's company, so they don't mind you know being together and and not not seeing each other. Can't give her up either. Yeah, well, and and vice versa. She really can't either. And Robert's like, this is how it happened before. It it terrifies me, and his fears are justified because they do mess around. Um, but that's the thing. Can you have a relationship with your ex of 40 years, you know, without damaging your new relationship? And whether the rule, there are no, this, this is a rare it's thing. It's too new to have. Mm-hmm. This whole thing, there's uncharted waters here. And just other episodes, the one, the elevator, which is the flashback, which I think in the elevator, everyone is very 
together at the end. Like even Jane Fonda, when Bud realizes he witnessed. Well, she's calmed down by that point. I think. Yeah, um, but, yeah. but everyone's very calm about the divorce, and they're like, you know, you did the right thing. You gave us all these extras. Everyone's very calm. Mm-hmm. It's well, Bud you go wit- through stages. I Bud mean, I think witnessed- they had anger first in the first Bud couple episodes. witnessed the men kissing years ago, and he could have outed them all years ago. And then they're saying, well, you gave us extra years together, and it wasn't your fault. Well, he also because- admitted he was really drunk, and he wasn't sure what he had right. seen. I thought Grace is very together in that one. Almost too together, if you had to make Well, at that point, she's she's got it together, if you think about it. She probably, you know, gets it together pretty quickly. She decides, I'm going to move on. She probably realizes, hey, I wasn't all that happy. Right. You know, she's Mm -hmm. pissed. She's really angry when it happens. Mm -hmm. Probably more again because she's been made a fool of. You know. Well, they're in the kitchen and um, Robert realizes he's an asshole and they work things out while we go off and look at some other part of it. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What about the... uh the second to last one, the bachelor party. Oh, when they, um, oh they gosh, give each other makeovers. Funny one. And, they, and like she's and like Lily Tomlin's in the pantsuit and Grace is in a t-shirt. That was it's fantastic. A, it was a yes thing. You have yeah. to say yes to everything. And they're dancing on the bar. I loved it when she's like dancing on the bar and, and the bar owner's like, you have to get down. And she is, I am. And they get thrown out, and they have to ask out. the homeless man where their car... Have you seen a leaf? I've seen a lot of leaves, but your Nissan got started. Like, I saw your car get towed. I was like, oh. She's like, oh, man, you know how much marijuana I have in that car? I know. So, and then the, the bachelor party, which is, you know, supposed to be this fun party, but... It's so boring. to be... <laughs> stayed and, and calm and everything and, and everybody's bored out of their mind. And what was it that they wanted to play? Pin the... Pin the junk on the hunk, I think. That was it. I thought that was... A but really actually, fun. now you just reminded me of um, probably one of Martin Sheen's better scenes mm-hmm. um, is when his old friend there who came all the way from Utah because you're my friend and blah, blah, blah. You know, when he's like, you know, I, I don't have a problem with you being gay, but when did you become such a faggot? And that yeah. when he goes to punch him in the face for saying that, I was like, well, finally. I really because thought. Because you feel kind of always a little bit that, that Robert's kind of still a little embarrassed about bad. his lifestyle. You know, he's, and it's understandable, especially because it's all so new. And, um, you know, I totally get that. But I love that because he's like, you know what? You're not going to stand there and say these things to me in my house. And and especially to Saul. Yeah, exactly. Because he'd been kind of poo-pooing it. Saul was mm-hmm. like, he doesn't like me. Oh, he does. Yeah. And then, he, you know, oh, you should come out to the ranch. And, and Oh, yeah, we'd love that. And, oh, well, I He's like, we Saul. would? It's <laughs> like, we wouldn't not I like that. Saul would like it. This is no. a manly thing. Saul wouldn't handle it very well. I thought Saul like, should have no. punched him. I, thought I was kind of hoping like... Saul was going to be the one to punch him, but I think it had to be Robert because it was Robert's friend. Right. So it kind of meant more. I kind of like that they made them walk out the front door. By yeah, I know. You can go out the front door <laughs> in front of the giant rotating penis. I'll call Mrs. Yard. Rose and Bloom. Or, or what does he say in front of the giant phallus? Yeah, yes. you can walk by the giant phallus. Yeah, we'll, we'll call her. We'll have to walk her dog for two months to get her over yeah. this thing that's in the front yard. And <laughs> I love they run. They don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. I thought that was great. It's yeah, really it's, just, it's just it's, it's one of those shows where you can tell it's well written because you your characters, you know, start out one place and they're in a completely different place by the time the first season is over. I mean, I think especially Grace. 
Because like I said, season for episode one, I was like, oh man, like Grace is, she's a tough one. I'm not, not liking her. And I love her by the end of the, of the I series. Say, I think, I think she's great. I think the right, I, I gotta say here, I think the writing is good. I'm not going to call the writing great. I think the actors, mm-hmm. complete, they could make the phone book sound interesting. And I think there are, Issues with the writing, like we're saying, there's plot lines that were brought up. And well, kind of yeah, I mean, but I think like kind of, for, I think the four main characters are written very well. I think Frankie's right. probably written the best. I think she's she's written and acted the best, in my opinion. I think she, she's yeah, she, she's my favorite. Well, Lily Tomlin, I think, is, yeah. is an incredible talent. I think that the, the the problem I have with the writing a little bit is is because it's on Netflix. When you have a show that's on ABC. You're told, okay, you're doing 13 episodes, but by the way, we want you to do six and seven, so we want you to do a little cliffhanger in the middle, and we're going to give you some notes after episode three. Mm-hmm. We want you to change a couple plot lines, and we're going to delay you for three weeks. So in episode five, can you kind of do a recap in the beginning and remind everyone? And you have, so when you watch it in a group of 13 episodes, you'll be like, wow, that was a weird little cliffhanger for no reason in the middle. Mm-hmm. Why, why, why is everyone calling each other by their first and last names in episode five? And there's weird stuff. Netflix told you you're going 13. 13 episodes, you're going in order, and, and there you go. And it just seems weird the plot lines would be brought up and then dropped, and, and it feels like they don't have yeah. the excuse that you'd have on regular television. Yeah, but, but I think that they're going to come up. I think I'm so. Hoping. I think so, season too. Two, we're going to see more of it. Right. I think so, too. I'm saying it's a cohesive unit. The season is a cohesive unit. I felt like they purposefully brought up threads that they just never brought up again. So hopefully... They left him for season two, but it just seemed abrupt to do it that way for for one season. But again, I, I think that the actors certainly carried. Oh yeah, the material oh, yeah. and then yeah. some. I mean, it's one of those shows where even love or hate or Jane Fonda, love love or hate the others. Would you tell everyone who's in the show? Wow, that's a cast, and it's a I cast think you couldn't have. On, on yeah, TV. I think I think she, I ended up liking her so much more than I thought oh. I would. Right. Um, yeah. Well, and. Those two, the, the two women are the ones that have evolved the most. Yeah. And it's fun to watch them. Really disliking each other. Mm-hmm. To being friends. Yeah. They did it and, quickly, too. You know, They're there, friends early on. There was a point where on. I was like, okay, so now are these two going to become lovers? And I don't think that's going to happen. But, you know, there was a point where it was like, all right, where are they going to go with this? Oh, but Grace and Frank, yeah. Yeah, and that's just... I like that. You know, it's, um, I think because, you know, women often categorized as being catty and, and, you know, being down on other women, especially these two women are just so different from each other. And Grace is, I think, very down on Frankie when it first began. She's always like, well, I never liked her and, and vice versa. They, they never liked each other. They were just so different. Um, but I love that they get over it together and that they're making each other get through their grief. Mm-hmm. Um, I love watching that. It, it's just, it's just so fun to watch. Um, it's just kind of, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but it makes you feel good inside. Like when you see them, when you see them form that friendship. Yes. I agree. And I got a kick out of the, I, I sent Ryan a message. I'm like, have you got to the computer part yet, Ryan? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was great. <laughs> that was she pretty funny. 
She's on the phone with the best tech support guy in the world. He's like answering all of her life problems. And at one point, she's like, she you can she's just sitting there telling her life story. And at one point, she's like, my my husband's here. Saul's there. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the guy like knows his name. It's so funny. That was great. And then he calls back. So is this a good time? And he's yeah. got the voice. He's got the Robert voice. You know? yeah. that's, but that was every scene with my mother there when when Grace is showing Frankie how to turn the computer on. Now do it again and show me so I can do it. Because my mother's always the thing is always when I'm trying to fix a problem. Now tell me what to do next. I don't know. I haven't fixed it yet. Well, you know computers. I'm like, that's not how this works. Yeah. So I yeah. felt at She's home with like, that scene. You push this button. Ding. And it <laughs> turns on. Oh, okay. All right, so last thoughts, because we got to get out of here so we can release the podcast, but last thoughts on Grace and Frankie Season 1. Everybody go watch it. Yeah. It's great. It's interesting so far. Um, I haven't seen all of it, but I'm definitely going to keep watching. Spoiler. There's bits of it that are a little bit weird, but they really do a good job of bringing it all up. So What's weird? See where this goes. What's weird? Um, I don't know. Like in the As you said, in the early episodes, it doesn't necessarily flow it doesn't seem like it's quite they're quite into it yet that it actually makes sense that these people are doing these things mm. right. but um the more the more i've watched the more it seems to sort of pull itself together yeah it gets better so, yeah yeah i like that the men are having little spats here and there. oh my god they bicker oh my god <laughs> but you know and they're like and then they, they're getting ready to have this terrible fight yeah and then they just look at each other and they're like, but we're together. And we're together open. My favorite is yeah. the one where Frank, yeah. Frankie yeah. is upset that she wasn't invited to Saul and Robert's wedding. And Ro- and Saul gets very upset at Robert because he, you subconsciously or unsubconsciously uh, didn't invite her because you know that we were close and you're threatened by it. He's like, let me get this straight. Now, I, like, I forget the exact line of dialogue, but he's like, this whole tirade that ends with, and I didn't invite your wife of 40 years to the wedding. And I just figured you wouldn't notice that she wasn't. I know. <laughs> like, it's. And then it turns out she painted all of her. Yeah. He just comes back and like head in, hat in hand, head down, and just pulls up the painted the invitation. The paint covered invitation. And oh. Robert just starts doing the Martin Sheen cackle and it was and it was all okay. It's a good show. It's a very good show. I, you know. It, when I first saw it I was like, Oh, I have to tell Ryan about this because it's Martin Sheen and it's all these people. And he'd already started it, and then I, I told Mom, and she's like, yeah, I've heard about that, too. And so she's going to start watching it. Oh, yeah. Good. And, <laughs> you know, it's just fun. Yeah. It's been really hard for me because I've been, like, interspersing it between Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I watch an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is, you know, very uh, tense and everything. And then I watch an episode <laughs> of this, and then I go back to S.H.I.E.L.D. So, yeah, that's been nice. fun. Nice. Talking about an, an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Scott, I think you're getting us out of here. Yeah, I guess it's about that time. From all of us here at the Potterfic Weekly Studios, recording Point of View Weekly, in not really Fargo, North Dakota, I have been Scott. I've been Ryan. I'm Danielle. And I'm Sue. And before you click us off, I I have just one thing left. It's a post that came up on MuggleNet.com this week, and it says... Gay marriage became constitutional on the anniversary of the publication <laughs> of the first Harry Potter book because nobody deserves to live in the closet. Oh, I just thought that was kind of cool. 
go. I like that. Could you imagine if it was the closet under the, the stairs cupboard. instead of the cupboard under the stairs? Oh, that's kind of in England. The worm, the word for closet is cupboard. Don't tell the South. We snuck that one in. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Ryan and Danielle came here and went, Sue. You have an actual cupboard under the door. And there's Harry Potter robes in it. Where's Harry freaking, Potter? I know. <laughs> freaking, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I never realized that. And it was a self-locking cupboard, too. which is Yes, it is a self Yeah. If you get in there, you don't get out. <laughs> we warn everyone that stays. <sighs> All right. All right. With that, have a great night, everybody. And we'll see you back next week, hopefully with Bobo. Miss you, Bob. I know. Yeah, Bob. Bring back yeah, Bob. It's like on Facebook whenever it's going to be, so keep an eye on the Facebook page and we'll let you know. Most definitely. Yeah, and hopefully my live chatting it kind of helped. For the fourth time. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.